Carrie Crowley, and welcome back to the Good Energy Healing Show. I'm excited to be here, and I'm particularly relaxed today because I'm excited and relaxed because I had a um, little bit of a conundrum. I wanted to do a um, recording and an episode about resilience. And the reason I wanted to do the recording about resilience is because it's in the title of my book. So the book's called The Power of Energy Medicine. As those of you who have listened know, you know, it's out and I'm really excited and it's wonderful. But the subtitle has like a little beautiful backstory, which is um, when the sales team first got a hold of my book and they were getting ready to publish it way back in 2019. Um they quickly slapped a subtitle on that kind of matched the needs of the time. And back in 2019, there was a lot of uh, questions about prescription and pain. And so it was, I think you can even see it if you Google my book and it's still out there in like some of the cookies online. It's another cover that says your natural prescription for pain-free living um, and I was like, I really got to work on that before that goes to press. But, you know, lo and behold, we had a lot of changes between 2019 and 2021 when it actually came out. And and I really like my new subtitle. Um, they changed it to your natural prescription for resilient health. So here I am thinking, hmm, my own book says your natural prescription for resilient health. I understand energy healing. I I. I'm trying to understand, you know, my own career with energy healing and I love it. Um, but here I am, you know, my name is right next to the words resilient health. So I actually tried to do an episode about resilience and I, I what I do before uh, any uh, of my episodes gets published and goes on, you know, onto the air out into all of Spotify and, and iTunes and everywhere you listen to podcasts I listened to it first and I was like, something is really missing with what I'm trying to grab at and grapple with. And I kind of thought a little bit more about resilience. And I thought, I think the most resilient thing you can do is ask for help from somebody. And then I was like, resilience. And I was like, I really have been meaning to have a conversation with my friend, Rome Rose. So I, I shot him a text and I was like, would you mind coming on and, you know, talking to me and the topic would be resilience. And I just got like a big thumbs up and he said, sure. So today I'm really, really excited to welcome my friend Rome Rose to the conversation. Um, he, in my mind, um, I just think he's a major advocate for all around health, personal development, or he would say developing, you know, constantly it's an unending process. Um, healthy lifestyle, healthy choices, healthy mindsets. And most of all, um, I really think he understands resilience uh, better than anyone I could ask to help me with this um, with this conversation. So today's podcast is going to be about Rome, getting to know Rome Rose and hearing what he has to say about resilience. So I'm um, just going to welcome him right here. Thank you. Thank you for... Um for inviting me to the podcast. I really, uh, I listened to a couple of episodes, a couple of your episodes and, um, I, I love it. I, I love just listening to your voice, even easy, easy to listen to. And, um, yeah, I'm just grateful to be here. Good, good. Well, I, um, I was thinking about, 
So first of all, we already know each other. We've known each other for a few years, um, kind of like parallel playing in different parts of our life. You know, we see each other, we're, you know, we're kind and we like each other. But then there's that beautiful thing of social media where I'm like, I really like what Rome is saying here. And I really like what he's saying here. And one of the um, times that you really caught my interest was when I wanted to take better care of my shoulders. You know, my I, I had shoulder issues. And you were just always advocating for like, take care of your body, take care of your nutrition, take care of your exercise, your strength, your health. And you, you like actually on, uh, on one of your posts, you had a video, I think it was live of you just being like, I'm doing pushups. Does anyone want to do pushups with me? And I had, I had so much respect for that. Um, do you remember when you did that or do you do that on a regular basis? I remember, I remember when I did that and that was, uh, I did, I probably done that live a couple times. Um, but wow, I, I had no idea that that was <laughs> what got your attention as far as like, um, the health, you know, the things that I post and things like that. And that is amazing actually. Well, you never, I mean, honestly, let's be honest. Let's talk about how social media works us. Like I probably had noticed and liked and was, you know, everything. And then I think that that actual post was you actually being in full action. So it's like, he doesn't just have opinions or liking other things or sharing other things. I was like, wait a minute, he's stepping up as a leader because that's brave. Yeah. All right. I'm actually going to turn the camera on myself and show you what I have in me today so that you guys can show yourselves what you have in you. And that, that was kind of the language you were using too. yeah, I don't know. What what were your thing? What you're thinking around? If you do remember doing that, wh- what do you think was the charge in that that might have um, made me think of you as a leader at that moment? Because I did. Yeah, because um, you know there was a, <clears throat> I believe I don't know if it was a challenge or there's just a lot of guys that you know how um, through social media people would tag other folks to do certain things, and there was like this push up challenge where I got tagged in. And um, so, but I, I I went above and beyond what I was what I was uh, <clears throat> I guess initiated to do, and um, and so yeah, I wanted to share that as well with other people and just say, hey, like sometimes we need to just get up and do what we know we need to do, and not always what we want to do, you know. So it, it was one of those moments where I did not feel like it, <laughs> but you know, um, I got up and and I did more than what was expected of me, and which was tough at the time, but, um, I was definitely uh, grateful and I wanted to share that with people grateful that I, that I went through with it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I'm really good at like kind of trusting where my heart's and my memory goes. And I'm like, Oh, when did I first you know, know that I was like, I got to get Rome on this, on this podcast, you know, because I think it was because I saw bravery and I saw, and it wasn't so much as I had no question you could do the push-ups. It was, yeah. it was the like, you know what, you know, I'm asking for you guys to be part of like the healthy mindset because you can pretty much be sure if you're looking at Instagram, mm-hmm. unless you're participating in an exercise program, you're slugged down, you're on the couch, you're, you know, you're not actually moving your body. And, um, you know, that's, 
that's probably where I was. And I was like, okay, wait, he's, he's trying to get me into a different mindset. It's like almost like an alchemy. Like there's a little bit of magician work you were doing there. And I, you know, I take it all in because of the nature of the work I did. I was like, Oh, there's Rome. Yeah. Something going on. So, so when you think about that piece of, um, I like that, like you were, you were asked to do something and then you did a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, um, <clears throat> The past, this past two, the past two summers, um, I've been doing things that I've never imagined um, as far as like uh, pushing my body's limits and um, just doing all kinds of things. Um, I ran 12 miles and I started out like I, it was so hard for me to run a mile even. Um, it was about two years ago. And um, so just pushing myself. And that, it was the same thing that day I, I ran the 12 miles that I just got up and I said, you know what, I'm just going to go for a run. And I didn't think about it. I didn't put too much thought thought into it. I just went for a run and I ended up running 12 miles. And it just kind of, you know, it just made me, I felt empowered. And that's kind of the message that I like to share on our social media is to empower people and to remind people that um, they can get their power back. Um, You know, just being resilient. Yeah. Can, can, I want to break down that 12 miles, though, because I think we too often say, you know, I walked out the door and I did 12 miles and I did it. Like, how are you at the two mile mark? <laughs> yeah. So. um, All right. Let's. <laughs> so I didn't run the whole time. My thinking yeah. is, this, um, you know, I'm going to make it. I'm going to move my body 12 miles. I'm going to go towards, you know, I'm going to I'm going to move forward. And um, so at the at the point when I ran the 12 miles, I have already I mean, before that, I was running three miles consistently um, a couple times a week. And um, but this 12 miles was just like one go. You know, I was just like, all right, I'm going to go and do it. So the I think when I when it my mind started to kind of break down in a sense um, was like at the probably five or six miles, something like that. And um, I was just thinking like you know, you know, this is good. You don't need to finish, you know, you don't need to keep, you know, you don't have a goal anyway. I was just kind of just running and, and, um, you know, my mind was just starting to talk me out of it and talk me, you know, talk me into going back, turning around. And, but, you know, it's just pushing through those times and, and pushing your body to do more than what's expected of it even, you know, um, cause we'd be surprised on what we can do. Yeah. I I um I'm really interested in how that works mm. around like people who don't want to push their 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 belief systems if that's an okay term to use like like you know oh I don't I don't want to think differently even though mm. I'm, I even though I I'm 2 miles into it you know or I'm 5 miles into it and it feels better mm-hmm. um I'm thinking about resilient health and, you know, so many people need to change family patterns, um, thought beliefs, mm-hmm. thought patterns, belief patterns. Um, I mean, what makes me resilient is, you know, surrendering to needing to be, um, you know, to get it all right. You know, it, it, this is going to sound a lot lighter than it is. 
uh, cause it's not that light, but like laughing at myself mm-hmm. and just being like, all right, you know, um, I'm out here. I'm halfway. I'm, I'm already out here. I might as well not quit. Cause quitting means that you're going all the way back to old patterns, you know? Um, and that, that does take resilience to not quit. So I, I really love that you brought up the running example of, were you having fun when you were out there? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a lot easier when you listen to your, like songs that you like, the music you like, and, and, you know, bringing those things along with you that would help you, um, that would keep you on your path and keep you on that, that, um, whatever it is that you're setting out to do. So music definitely helps me podcast. I listen to a lot of different things that, that kind of keep me in that mindset, that fighter mindset. And, um, I don't know. I've always been that way though. Like just growing up, I've always questioned things and I've always, um, just wondered why, uh, just kind of jumping into another subject here, but, um, just, I've always wondered why people were suffering and things like that. And, um, so I've always had the, the, I don't know if you would say rebellious or rebel mindset, I guess. Um, Cause that has a bad connotation to it. I don't think, um, I think it's okay to question and to, um, you know, to just, you know, push yourself in, in a different direction than most, you know? And, um, so I've always had that type of thinking just growing up. And, um, when I realized that I was stuck in a pattern in my life and it wasn't, it, it just wasn't bringing me any much joy, you know, I, I was just in a, in a kind of a, in a dark place. So I knew that I needed to, drastically do something um to get myself out of it and that for me was diet and um yeah just my physical body pushing my limits and uh just doing things like that which kept me um kept me going and as as I started to do those things it just kind of fueled fueled me and it kept me going yeah yeah i i like that when you were saying um uh, rebellious or um I was thinking another reword, which is like reflective. Mm. So you're like rebel, rebelliously reflective. I mean, I relate to that. Um, and, you know, always being that way means that you're quest- questioning. And then and that's, that's interesting that you brought yourself all the way back to your own body. So, you know, like kind of walking your walk, you know, yeah. um, being in your, you know, I, I like that expression, walking your walk, especially if you're like, no, I'm actually talking about one foot in front of the other. That's resilience and one foot in front of the other. And whose foot is it? It's my foot. And guess what the next foot is? That's my foot too. You know, like that's what I'm feeling off of you. You're like, it's my body. This is something that I, I can, you know, like another, um, Another post that I love that you did was you were just like, I think you're like eating fruit. Like you were just like, I am going to eat fruit. And I, I guys, I just want anyone who's listening, like Rome's um, <laughs> posts are very like in depth and they're very meaningful. And so I'm not saying, I'm also not saying this lightly, but like the ones that really catch me is when you're doing an action and you're like, I'm going to actually eat fruit. Here's some pineapple. I'm eating it. You know, like yeah. I'm actually eating this um, while I'm talking to you. 
And there's something more people should do that, you know, like I'm not telling you what to do. I'm actually doing it. And I'm talking to you a little bit. Well, like we're across the table from each other here, have some, I can't put it through the screen, but get your own. And uh, it's really good for you. Um, And it probably, you know, is, is it's got this effect of like, Hmm. It's got this effect. I think when I really, really think about you, and I should have said this in the introduction, is that I really think that you have a a, a gift with the resilient, the mindset of of um. And you said that some of this stuff doesn't come natural to me either. So, um, the idea of fighting through, because I'm I might be more like, oh, surrender, you know, and like that's the resilience is like the tree that can bend to the wind, you know. Yeah. But there's also this part of us, the athlete in all of us, or just the physical body in all of us, the the vital part that, you know, we talk about it a lot when we face, you know, when people are faced with disease, they're like, oh, that person's a fighter, right? And that is the definition of resilience, isn't it? Like pushing up against that which wants to set us back and pushing up against that which wants to set us back. And Mm-hmm. what what's wrong with that you know what's wrong with saying i've got some fight in me um i feel like that's kind of one of the things you have to teach me today too like how do you how do you put one foot in front of the other and maybe you put one foot in front of the other quickly or for a long time or when your feet hurt you know but you do it anyway because why i'm mean, i'm actually asking you like what is mm-hmm. what, what do you know about that that inner fight that fire that we all have that we don't always give ourselves permission to access. Ooh, that's a, that's a great question. Um, yeah, I, I, I just believe that, you know, we're all, um, here for a purpose and some of us are, um, you know, we're all like searching for our purpose, you know, searching for meaning and, 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 um, just trying to understand life and why we're here and what we're supposed to do, things like that. Um, I am so, <clears throat> I'm so in tune with myself in a way that, you know, I, I'm so tough on myself. I, I, you know, I blame myself for everything. I'm responsible for myself. Um, I haven't always felt like that, I would say. I mean, obviously this, this comes with time and maturity. Um, but yeah, I've, I've always, um, well, not always, I've, I've more than late, lately, I've just been, um, just really diving deeper into my purpose and really trying to understand what I'm here for. And I am one to push others out, I guess, you know, um, as you said in the intro, I, I'm just, I'm just designed that way. And, um, cause some people, um, we're so consumed with this physical, with the physical world. Um, I look at things like this. There's two, um, there's the spiritual or soul or energy aspect of us. Um, the consciousness that has no feeling, no emotion, no, you know, um, it just is. And then there's the physical aspect of us that we, um, you know, we filter through our brain and, uh, you know, we get information from this world and we kind of, um, and of course, emotion is attached to those things. So we get caught up in um, the physical aspect of it. Um, I'm a deep thinker. Um, I sit more in my spiritual, my um, consciousness, I, w- I would say. So my purpose for me, 
the purpose for me, I would say, is to is to help share that with people. Like, hey, what we need to do is look within. We need to um, slow down because the physical world will keep us busy. You know, the physical world will tell you you're not good enough. Um, you know, our day to day lives will keep us just so occupied and distracted with really, you know, us. You know, being in tune with us and who we are inside and um, what we're made of and, and just exploring the human body and, and exploring the universe and seeing how it all connects. Um, so I would say purpose is the biggest thing. And sorry, I, pro- I kind of dragged that out a little bit, but I would say purpose, just finding your purpose. Um, but the only way to do that is to step away. Um, meditation is a gr- great way to do that. Um, just spending some time alone. Um, even in those times where emotions are like heavy, um, I go through that a lot. Emotions are heavy. Um, there's so much going on in the world. It's, it's That's the perfect time to step away. But that's also one of the hardest times to um, be in silence, I guess. You know, it's, it's very difficult for a lot of us because we're so used to the um, just the, the busyness of life that is so hard for us to sit still. But um, that's what needs to happen. And, and that's kind of my, that's, you know, what, I, what I've been through in my journey, um, just a lot of self-reflecting. And really diving deeper into my purpose and understanding myself and the world around me. Yeah, I um, I'm listening to you, and you, you know, the silence is doesn't come naturally to me anymore. And you know, I love words. If you know, I do love words, and I'm, I'm realizing that there's like a little play on words too. You're gonna think you're going to think I keep trying to bring it back to resilience, but I'm just trusting that I knew our conversation was going to be about resilience. Mm -hmm. And a little play on word is you almost, if you look at the word resilient, it kind of looks like resilient. And I feel like there's a little bit of something brilliant in there about silence. Cause I don't know a lot about silence. I am not a quiet I, I mean, I do, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to diminish that in, in me. Like, I just don't have a balance with silence. And when I think about, you know, pushing, you know, maybe we think too much like resilience is, as I said, like the tree and the wind, you know, and like pushing up against something or bending, you know, something reacting to something. And what I think I know about silence is that you're not reacting to anything. And I can't imagine how powerful <laughs> that must be. Um, and I'm, I'm not saying that lately. I'm just saying I'm learning, you know, right now I'm like, Oh wow. Silence. Mm-hmm. Well, silence is, is bringing you strength. That's a space of strength. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, definitely. Silence. Um, it kind of zeroes you back in. Um, it brings that calmness um, to you. It's sort of a sort of a recharge, and that's what keeps you resilient. You know, we we all need to um, step away. Just like I think of like a two boxers right in the ring. Um, once the bell rings, after they <clears throat> beat on each other for like a couple minutes, the bell rings. They get a chance to go sit, um, listen to um, their, their coach who's giving them, you know, speaking hopeful words to them and like, hey, you got this, you're a champ, um, you know, making sure they're, they're healed, you know, that they're not like 
bleeding all over the place, you know. And that fighter gets a chance to sit, breathe, um, and you know, and kind of recharge and go back in the in the fight. I I I love that imagery. Um, believe it or not, I'm I have some familiarity with boxing. Um, I I was at I worked for a company where I was like the 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 I was the dr- director of communications. I was like 30 years old and I was the director of communications and my company, which was like a dot com back in the boom of this was actually March of 2001. So it was before September 11th. Um, it was Johnny Ruiz. He's a fighter out of Revere mm-hmm. and he was fighting. I mean, you're going to, you think I'm, you're going to think I'm making this up, but like Evander Holyfield, that's who he was fighting. And wow. I have a picture of it on my kitchen because my husband, you know, Brian, he's a photographer and he took this beautiful black and white. And I, this was not in my job description room. Okay. This was not in my job description. Uh, but my boss, who was kind of, you know, eccentric, um, came back from the holiday break and he said, Oh, my cousin's friends talked us into investing in this fighter. And I was like, yeah, what does that have to do with me? I was, you know, but like, uh-huh, that sounds like you had a good time. That sounds like a crazy party. He's like, no, seriously, we need to put together a media package and we're we're gonna put our um logo on all of his stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, what what little Boston gig is this for? You know? He's like, no, they're going to Vegas. It's a it's a Vegas fight, and it was in Mandalay Bay. And um and and I have to tell you that um jumping to like jumping right into this, I had a moment, there's a much bigger story that I'll tell you sometime, you know, off air, but there was a moment when, um, my guy, John Ruiz was fighting that I was like, this is tremendously violent. I, how did I not pre-visualize what this was going to look like, you know? And, but that moment where they sit in the corner is probably the most beautiful portrait of of uh, meditation, right? Because the fighter knows that they have limited time, right? The clock is ticking. They've got limited time. They're letting people, you know, oh, you know that if that talk, talk about counterintuitive where they put a razor up to your eye because they they cut, you know they cut the cut so that it will bleed clean. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, what are they doing to our guy? And uh but he won, Rome. He mm. won. World champion. He won. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you know that guy? Did I talk to you about him before? John Did Ruiz. You, wait, say his name again? John Ruiz. He was out of Boston and he uh he won in two thousand one. Uh, nice. What against Holyfield? Yeah, it was a heavyweight. Wow. It was, yeah, it was a wow. It was definitely a wow moment. Um, uh, he's a new guy. Oh, wait a minute. This is so cool. His, oh my gosh, wait. Um, his his uh, title was, see, this is where the universe is just amazing. Mm-hmm. His title was The Silent Man. I wow. kid you not. John Ruiz, Google him. Anybody listening right now, The Silent Man. That was what his thing was. Wow. So I was the perfect communications director because he was like Mr. Talk Least Says Most. Hmm. And then he won. He won. Um, and yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So 
here we are. That was a beautiful visual you just gave me because I'm going to use that. I'm going to be like, you know what? I don't want to be like a chick on a yoga mat, you know, (laughs) meditating in silence. Not that I'm not that person often, but you know, I don't, I don't want to think about that being like the ultimate. I want to be, I want to be the woman. Oh, by the way, um, I used to wear a black suit when I went out to Vegas. Cause I was like, you just, I'll just wear a suit and it, you know, shirt underneath. And a couple of times I was approached by Showtime. Cause they're like, are you the undercard or whatever? It's called. Oh, undercard. Wow. I was like, no, I am definitely not fighting any of these women. Cause the women are <laughs> badass. And they, they were like, they're like, then what are you doing over here? I'm like, I am just, you know, a communications person right now. That's why I have the tag on, but it was like, just the thought of being, in the ring with these women, I was like, whoa, you know, yeah, um, like, sorry, we, we didn't, we didn't recognize you wearing the same kind of outfit that they were. Cause of all the women who are fighters back in 2001, they wore black suits and they, they just look so badass. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and trust me, I wasn't in any kind of, it just, you know, I don't know what they were, they weren't paying attention like to, to even ask me that question, but it was, a, it was funny. Um, but I like the idea of um, imagining that I was an undercard in that in that life. It does have that fight, you know. And if you know anybody who does boxing, they they love it, you know. There's like, there's there. I can't relate. I don't ever want to be there. I don't ever want anyone putting a razor up to my eye to clear the blood. But there are a lot of things I do that nobody can relate to what I do either, you know. So. That's my fight. And I love the idea of being like, just sit down. Don't say anything. This is your time. Be quiet yeah. and, and, and get and get ready for the next round. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's that's yeah. I mean, that could be minutes for some days for others, you know, the next round. So it's like it's all on how you look at it. You know, um, you know, some people are more so reactive. So a lot of little things. Um, I have a lot of patience. I've been blessed with, um, and I'm I'm just grateful for that. Even um, I don't know. It's it's, it's just very because <clears throat> it can be tough, and and especially you know depending on what's going on in the world and and um, you know within a person's life, um, it can be tough at times to. Um, listen to your cornerman, um, your coach in the corner and really calm yourself down and, and not let the things that happen get to you or affect you in a way that where you lose focus and you get back out there and you kind of get pushed around or knocked out even by life. And, um, I think it's, it's the thing that we should often do is to go sit and, um, sit in that silence. And that's, I believe that's how we build that resilience, you know? Yeah. And you, and, and, and blessed by patience. Like I'm seeing, I'm seeing a really nice recipe coming together here, you know, silence, you know, you were blessed by patience, but can people acquire patience? Is that something they can build into their character if they, if it doesn't come naturally to them? Do you think, have you ever seen that? Um, I, I think it's possible. Definitely. Um, formula for it. I don't think I have, but I, I think, you know, just just having the willpower to um to just make it which we all do which we all do and i think a lot of people don't realize um how to do it cuz we get so caught up in in like so you know a life problem let's say as an example let's say um you know your, your car breaks down um 
you obviously have to deal with that problem. Um, but, you know, so, so that, that happens, right? Your car breaks down, you get that taken care of. Um, something else happens, which takes a while to take care of, right? And so it could be a couple months and this thing is like on your mind and it's, it's like causing you to not sleep well. Um, you know, you're not feeling well. Um, just, just, it could cause so many different things. You're like spazzing out on people. Um, when really, again, it comes back to that. This is the fight. Just reminding yourself that, you know, this is the fight and I need to kind of step away for a second, know that everything's going to be fine. You have to kind of have to coach yourself and talk yourself, um, into silence in order to get out of that mindset. Cause it's all in the mind. Mm. So you're in the corner and you're sometimes you're the one in the seat. Mm-hmm. And you're also your manager, you know, the manager that's your, your coach, right. That's talking yeah. to you. Yes. Um, so, and, and there's the patience piece in your mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause we definitely, you know, the left, <clears throat> the left side of the brain versus the right side of the brain. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that fear, the worry, and this, this is all part of our survival. So it's all there for a reason. So we, it's a good thing that we have all these components and aspects about ourselves, but we need to learn how to um, quiet them down. When we, you know, to, in order to keep us resilient, we have to um, quiet a lot of the, the fear, the worries, a lot of the, the noise, the abstract noise that life can create. Yeah, because then it just lets us be be living in that problem solving, fixing fear mode, which you know that you know the amygdala in the brain that just replays and replays and replays to make sure that you're safe. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't. It, our whole entire brain isn't the amygdala. So you're right. We need all of it to work together. And um, yeah, and that's the resilience too. Um, I let you've really got me thinking here, Rome. I love it. Um, I'm, I, you know, I'm rarely like at a loss for words and I wouldn't say I'm really at a loss for words, but I feel like you have a little bit of an energy about you and I'm shifting into like silence. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> no wonder why when we were first getting on, I, I don't know if this will be edited, you know, out, but I, I want all everybody to know that when I first did the introduction, I could not get you off the mute button I, like when does the mute it's the easiest button in the world it wasn't releasing the mute you know and we're like yeah. oh we know that like mute silent that quiet you know and, and then you recalled for me a bo- you helped me recall a boxing story and this guy who won the world championship who you don't hear that much about but then again he'd like it that way because he was a silent man like he wanted to be um he 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 just he just wanted to to get into the ring, do his thing. He loved it, and then go home, you know. And, and um, the patience that I'm thinking about with that is, well, I work in healthcare, and I love that word patience because it's such a unapologetic play on words, right? Because mm-hmm. you have to be patient if you're sick you become a patient, you know? Yeah. And, and then, but 
the resilience is what's gotten lost along the way because you want to still have that fight. You want to be the person who can be silent. You want to be your own coach. And you also want to be the same person who goes out into the ring. And you need all of it when it comes to facing any kind of hardship. Um, or in your case, just wanting to get, you know, not in your case per se, but what you're talking about, which is to get deeper into living your life and not letting your life purpose slip by. Mm-hmm. Do you think a life purpose can slip by or do you think there's just no way that everyone eventually catches their life purpose, you know, one way, whether it comes through the you know second floor window or the you know, basement or whatever, you know, like how does it, how do we, do you think I'm asking you like, do we have to chase our life purpose? Do we have to fight for a life purpose or does life purpose find us eventually? Um, I think, I mean, I would say we have to find it. Um, and I, and the reason I say that is because the, the society we live in, um, the world we live in is definitely, um, distracting and it, and it keeps us away from ourselves. Um, so I think it's something that we need to um, go after, for sure. Have you ever known anybody who missed their life purpose? Um, I can't say. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't say. I, and and I, yeah, I could be wrong. I could be completely wrong about about that. Um, but just just my perspective and um, the way I view um a lot of a lot of things that happen within our society is it, it keeps us away from um our trueness our purity um so yeah but i could be wrong in a sense of uh someone's purpose you know you never know um what they're here for or what you know so i, I can't really say yeah so. well i'm thinking about raising kids you know and you know, are we responsible as parents, you know, to, to get them to their purpose? Um, I had one person tell me once before I was a mom, she said to me, if you ever become a mom, remember your job is to notice what your child's purpose is and then, and help them with it along the way. And I think that was good advice, but I don't think it was realistic advice because First of all, I don't know if a kid knows early. And also, I don't know that I'm the one to help on the specifics of uh, of the of the purpose. I I um I feel like what if finding your life purpose is part of you know the verb finding is is the joy of living. I don't know. Yes. Um, yes, I'm right I'm right there with you on that one. Um yeah, I I I think that's just that's life, that's living, is to find that that purpose. Yeah, and I think you know everything <clears throat> happens for a reason in the sense of like you meet another soul for a reason. Like you know us two, um, when we met, you know it's it's just like you meet certain people for a reason, and you may not understand it now. It could you can it could all come together for you five years, ten years from now. But yeah, I believe that. Um, Life has its uh, ways of, of um, yeah, pulling out or pulling towards, um, pulling you towards the right people um, and even in the right direction. But again, I feel like we get pulled away by society and that's why it's so important 
to go back um, to that meditation state or to go back to the, your corner in the boxing ring or, you know, mm-hmm. many different allegories or, or, or metaphors we could use for that. Um, but yeah. I like that. And so, so, you know, I'm thinking you, you just gave us the, the clue. You gave us all the clue for the patients too, which is if I believe, if I change my belief to thinking that I got to figure this out or I got to know why, why and if and how everything's working all the time and I need to gather, gather, gather data all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that doesn't play into the other piece, which is, um, hey, in time, as long as I'm patient, it's going to be made clear to me why people are in my life, why experiences are in my life. Um, I, I was uh, talking to a woman today who was talking about a pretty major trauma she had endured. And that's my word endured, not hers, because her word was, I just want to let you know that the trauma happened for me, not to me. Yes. He said, I'm yeah. figuring out what it was, but in as much as I can't change it, I've decided it, it was, it happened for me to develop and to find my life purpose. In fact, that's right. She did say that. And not that we want trauma to happen, but there's a resilience in changing in the story. And everybody knows like in music, in dance, and in writing, it's that space between, you know, the beats between that actually uh, make things. You don't understand it until you construct something in, on the creative level. Um, but if you're a musician, if you're a dancer, if you're a writer, it's those spaces between that make all the difference. Otherwise, it's just a, a clutter of movements or sounds, noise, or just uh, gibberish, you know, on a page. And, um, and, that's that to me is a metaphor for life arranging itself as it's supposed to. And if you believe that I can't imagine anything more resilient than believing that your job is to take time to sit in the corner and then get back up so you can get back up. And I really like how you didn't leave. You see how this could, this could be, a different metaphor. And so you're never fighting, but I love how it's got that, that joy and that excitement and that, you know, zealousness of like the actual fight too, as part of our story today, you know, like that's a big time, man. Like you're like, you're swinging and you're going for it. And I was a little like, "Uh Oh, this is a lot of happening, but like that people, we have to show up for whatever our, you know, our show is, you know, we have to get into the ring for whatever it may be, as long as you can balance it, you know, on the whistle, you know, or on the bell, sit down. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yep. That, and that's, that's exactly it. It's just, um, that's what I'm finding. Even, even, you know, not, and it all, it's not all external. Like it's, this is a lot of internal work, a lot of, um, internal voices, you know, the things that I tell myself. So, you know, you can never, you can't really escape it necessarily. You kind of have to learn how to, um, uh, I wouldn't say, yeah, I would say balance. You kind of have to learn how to balance, um, 
the, you know, I guess you hear a lot of people talk about the shadow side or like the um, dark side about yourself or whatever that may be, many different wordings for it. But it's just a matter of because, you know, it doesn't go away. Um, it's part of it's just the way our mind works. Um, but, yeah, it's just going back to that space and just trying to um, get through it, you know, by taking that, those moments of silence and just. That's the resilience that we, yeah, we're definitely after, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for reminding all of us. Um, somebody told me, uh, t- I keep saying somebody told me, because like, I think I'm realizing how many people I'm talking to and how much noise is going on around me. And I am taking in a lot of good information, but I definitely think my next my next turn here is going to be silent. And uh, But um, they said when you're when you're doing the thing about podcasts is that they're very intimate and they're in people's ears. And so most people are listening to this. I see, you know, most people listen to this on their on their mobile phone and they're listening to it through a headset or at least they're listening to it when they're alone. So it's, you know, it's intimate. And so for everybody listening, like we showed you a good story about the ring, but Rome is here to remind us that it's the quiet is that is that is that quiet you want inside of your head and balancing that left brain that right brain or just don't even think about the brain just thinking about how you're balanced in your body and um gosh there's so much more I want to talk to you about but I want to respect everyone's time I want to respect your time I'm so grateful for your time Rome um and frankly like I'm just like my body's like craving the silence now. So I kind of wish that for everybody, um, you know, to hit the mute button, right. And uh, give yourself, you know, some, some silence and know that when you look at that word resilient, it's like a, it's winking at us and it's reminding, it's really, it really, if you look at the word, it's R E S I L I E N T. It's like, it's almost there. It just has a, an extra IL there. It's, res- it's res- I don't know. I like, I like when, uh, I like when there are little games to play. It's like resilient, but see the word silent. Yes. See the word silent inside of that as a word game. Uh, yes. Resilient health. Well, you know, um, I can't thank you enough for your time um, and your, your wisdom and your knowledge. And this was so much more fun talking about resilience with you. So as I said, like one of the ways that I brought quiet and relaxation into my body was saying like, I'm not doing this alone. So thank you for partnering up and being such a good friend and, you know, such a wise and uh, forward thinker on, on these topics that, you know, they're hard to find words for, but you did a great job and I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, And I hope I said something that, helped or that can trigger something in someone else. Um, Cause that's, that's always that, you know, I try to do that every time I open my mouth or every time I post on social media, even um, because that's, we need more, more of that in the world, I believe. And it's just, there's enough, of, there's enough of the negatives, you know, it's just like, all right, we need to pull each other up. And um, yeah, this show is amazing. I love that as well about um, the silence and resilience it's perfect perfect it was it was perfectly imperfect man i loved it um um i'm gonna um tell everybody to go to instagram and find uh rome rose it's l 
underscore Rome, R-O-M-E, underscore Rose, R-O-S-E. Beautiful name, L underscore Rome, underscore Rose. Find him on Instagram. Follow Rome Rose um, and, you know, follow your own wisdom that you that you picked up listening to him today and take some time for silence um, because um, there's resilience in there and there's patience in there. And it just it's you just gave us so much beautiful imagery. I I really appreciate it. And I just want to tell my listeners right now to thank you for tuning in. Um, this is the Good Energy Healing Show. Um, if you're listening to this for the first time, please don't forget to subscribe, hit the star button, um, post a review if you want. But most importantly, um, thanks for spreading the good energy out here. And I hope you all have a beautiful day. I'm Hillary Crowley, and you've been listening to the Good Energy Healing Show.